Welcome to the IoT Security Podcast, powered by Phosphorus Cybersecurity, your source for securing the extended Internet of Things. Join the conversation with your hosts, Brian Contos and John Vecchi. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the IoT Security Podcast, and we're live from Black Hat. I'm John Becky, And I'm Brian Contos. How about this? This is our first live podcast. It's awesome, and we're here in Vegas at Black Hat, right? 2023. What a great place. Can you believe it? And trying to find a spot to, to talk, it's not easy in a casino. Is no, it? no. We've, we've tried like 20 spots. They kicked us out of the craps table, right? We can't, we can't do this anywhere. <laughs> So one of the things that I love doing in Vegas, and uh, I think you, you did this with me a few years ago, is we went to the exotic car racing track. Yes. And, you know, the Lamborghinis, the Ferraris, the, the McLarens. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, John, but I don't get a chance to drive those kind of cars every single day. No. So going out to those tracks. And the other things I, I like to do is go shoot like the rocket launchers and the flamethrowers, which are hard to come by in California. <laughs> Absolutely. You can do There's actually a spot in Vegas where you can uh, use heavy uh, machinery, so backhoes, and it's a huge, big thing. You can just dig holes in the dirt. Nice, it's a big old backhoe, and you can go do that. It's sitting there for hours, like a big sandbox for people, uh, you, you know, using heavy machinery. So those are kind of the things we like to do in Vegas, among all the others. So it's all fun. Man, I'll tell you, it's amazing from from the point you like land in the airport. You kind of feel the energy because you're seeing people, some that you haven't seen all year, and you, know, you get here to the Mandalay Bay, and you're like. It, it's like back. It feels like Black Hat's back after the last few years of COVID and everything. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And, and you know, it's it's interesting, right? We've been coming to this conference a long time. Yeah. I was in the cab driving over and that my, my Uber driver was asking about this conference. And I was saying to him, I remember we were we were at McAfee yeah. coming to this conference way, way, way back when it was just in one little room. Yeah. Right. Uh, and now look at how big was conference. Right. How many years you've been coming here? Oh, God. My first one was like in 99 or 98 at the Aladdin Hotel. Like three months later, they blew it up. It's not even there anymore. <laughs> and there was like 500 people at that point. But you know what's kind of neat now is like we saw at RSA a few months back, we're seeing a lot of AI influence solutions here. Yep. We're seeing a lot of folks talking about ASA intelligence, yep. um, XIOT. So all these things we've been kind of ringing the bell about the last year or so, it, it's here. You know, pe people are talking about there's vendors, customers asking about it. It's great. Yeah, and you know we've talked about uh, uh, you know AI on, on our podcast a little bit, yeah. right? And how quickly this came upon us. And I think certainly if there's one probably big theme at Black Hat this year, it'll probably be AI. I mean, obviously, it's going to start today. We're here the first day. But I imagine that's going to be a big, big thing. But I think the, the threat landscape is heating up. Oh. Right? And I think, yeah, I think no. you know, we always talk about the expanded attack surface and all the different vectors now that are under attack. And those are expanding. So things like XIOT, yep. thinking about that, thinking about asset intelligence and all of that, yeah. right? is like top of mind, I think, which is a cool to see. Absolutely. Like, so just walking from the lobby to where we are now, I think I counted 1,653,000 security cameras. I mean, there, <laughs> exactly. there, there's cameras that I think all they do is watch other cameras. And you think about how many assets, 
a lot of these slot machines, they've got their own firewalls, right? They're all running uh, uh, some kind of embedded operating system. Yep. And then there's all the computing systems in the back end and the audio video equipment. I mean, this this casino probably has close to or around a million devices. And that's I don't think that's a stretch. It's not a stretch. It's not a stretch. And yeah, I mean, uh, we don't talk a lot about some of the advisories that come, but you just look at CIS's advisories. Yeah, we track them on a daily basis. I mean, it's incredible. More and more, and they're 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 a lot of these advisories are putting of these devices on their advisory list. And these are again what yeah. we deal with. These are embedded smart devices, and they're all running similar, you know, firmware versions. And if people can exploit them across. Across the headlam of what these things are, right? It's absolutely, and, and you know what's interesting too. So the new SEC rules just dropped a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Basically talking about disclosure. If you get an attack, you have to mention in your 8K, yes. not just your annual report, committee charters, corporate governance documents. It all goes in those. But these 8Ks, if you don't report it, and you don't say there was a material breach, I think you have four days. You have four days to report. And what's a material breach and once the clock start, that, that there's a little bit of gray area. But if you don't, you're basically lying to your, your stakeholders and your shareholders. You get fined, penalized. People yeah. can go to jail for that. So it's so critical to say, yeah, I, I, I understand my attack surface, whether it's uh, my Linux servers, my Windows servers, my XIOT devices, I'm managing those, I'm monitoring those devices. And if you can't do that, if, if you don't have that foundational capability, why are you even bother spending money on anything else if you can't actually say, this is what I've got and this is the state of my assets? Absolutely. And I mean, for, I mean most organizations we know, right? Yeah, they, they don't want to report it at all or are looking for ways to not try to yeah. publicly report this. And now, four days, that is an amazingly short amount of time. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's causing organizations seriously rethink how do I capture this? How do I understand it? How do I monitor it? Yeah. How do I detect these things? And of course, how can I prevent it more yep. from happening in the first place, right? Absolutely. Um, and how do I get that kind of visibility and understand what what, it, what asset estate was the one that was under attack, yeah. well, attacked or compromised? It's crazy. So I, yeah. yeah. And I was talking to some folks last night. I'm like, Yes, AI is interesting. So are things like quantum computing and all these other things. Like we we love to talk about the bleeding edge in security. Folks, at the end of the day, you've got all these critical assets. You probably don't even know what you've got. You certainly don't know the vulnerabilities and the state of the passwords, the credentials, firmware, things like that. It's like, we, we, you know, let's get back to basics. It's such a cliche thing to say. But for God's sake, foundationally, know what you've got so you can help make all those investments in CMDB, SIM, SOAR, ticketing better because right now it's pretty much garbage. It's a guess. I, I, I guess I know what I have. I kind of assume this is where I'm at, but nothing's predicated on evidence, right? Understand your assets, understand the presence in the state of those assets. Now you have a solid foundation to build your other tools and processes on top of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's interesting, like we'll see, we'll walk around the floor, we'll see what's here today, but I think I think uh, that's an interesting trend. Yep. I think, and then you said it, right? At the end of the day, if, you know, you said this this hotel could have up to a million different smart devices. Easily. I would probably say 60 plus percent of them have default credentials. Yeah. I mean, there you go, right? Yeah. Uh, how easy is that? And like we say, an attacker could just log into those and change all the passwords. How many of these right? slot machines are doing crypto mining by day? It's yeah, slot, exactly, machining by, exactly. slot machining by night. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it is back to the basics. And like yeah. we say all the time, we're still living in the 90s. Living right? in the 90s, yeah. But, uh, we're trying to get it out of there. But uh, this will be cool. It'll be fun. I'm glad we could do a quick 
quick little podcast. Absolutely. Live from the show, and uh, we'll do uh, we'll talk about it on our next one, right? Absolutely. And thank, thanks to all our uh, all our listeners for uh, coming by and uh, and listening to this podcast. We hope to see you in person this week at Black Hat. Come on by, and uh, remember, everybody, the IoT Security Podcast is brought to you by Phosphorus, and we are here live at Black Hat. We will see you on the next podcast, and we'll talk a little bit more about Black Hat. In the meantime, I'm John Becky, And I'm Brian Contos. We'll see you guys on the next IoT Security Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the IoT Security Podcast. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe so you can join us again. While you're at it, leave a review. Find out more about IoT security and the podcast at phosphorus.io. See you next time on the IoT Security Podcast.